to the Supercoach Champions podcast. You're here with Catfish as always. This is the round 13 late mail edition. We're finally here, the first big buy round, plenty to talk about, bringing you Wacko's Whispers as always, tackling your Twitter questions and finishing up with my final thoughts for the round. Uh, Look, we'll jump straight into it. Here we go, Wacko's Whispers. You've got mail, baby, yeah. Starting off the Dragons and the Broncos, the Dragons welcome back Matt Dufty from a shoulder injury. He took part in the captain's round on Wednesday, proved his fitness and he's going to play. But he may not play the full 80 with Junior Amone spending time at fullback at training, which could happen during the second half of the game. The Paul Vaughan to bench and Poasa Farmasili starting uh, swap has happened the last two weeks and could happen again. Jack Bird moves to the left edge second row position to form a left side combination with Corey Norman. Braden Williami and Cody Ramsey. Ravalawa and Josh Kerr are both confirmed to return from suspension. Jack DeBellin plays his first NRL game in a long time due to his off-field dramas. And Ked Ellis remains on the 19 despite suffering a heavy knock in the New South Wales Cup last weekend. Adam Clune is the other player remaining in the 19-man squad. On the Broncos' side, they looked fairly settled. No injury concerns leading into the game. The only potential change being on the bench with Jordan Ricky a chance to come into the 17 with Keenan Palacia dropping back to the eight, to be the 18th man. Alex Glenn does make his return from a calf injury. He will line up on the right edge with Tavita Pangai continuing on the left side. Kobe Hetherington is fit to play after he passed his game day HIA last week and trained all week. And boom, rookie Selwyn Cobo makes his NRL debut, lines up on the right wing. Corey Pax and Dale Copley have been omitted from the 19-man squad. And it's Jordan Ricky and Tessie New remaining in there. But unfortunately, it seems like no last-minute reprieve for faithful Tessie New owners. The Tigers and the Panthers. The Tigers have no injury concerns leading into the game. The only potential change to the 17 might be Jake Simkin coming in for Tom Amone. Lucy Leilu was free to play after he uh, was found not guilty at the judiciary on Tuesday uh, after being charged with a grade 1 shuttle charge. The Panthers obviously have a number of players unavailable due to origin. They've also named Dylan Edwards to return from a hamstring injury, but he's still in doubt. He's trained during the week and is firming to play, but he has one final fitness test to pass. If he does get ruled out, we might see another debutant, Sunia Taruva, joining Lindsay Smith and Isaac Targo, who've been named to make their NRL debut already. Taruva could either play fullback or centre, with Stephen Crichton playing fullback, if that's the case. Scott Sorensen and Viliami Kikau both passed game day HIs in the weekend, should be fit to play. Jermaine Hopgood has missed the last two weeks due to an ankle injury, but is hoping to be back to take a bench role. Spencer Lenio will also overcome a sternum injury to play. And Robert Jennings plays his first game in the NRL this season. Should expect to be on the left wing with Jamin Salmon making his club debut from the bench as the bench utility. The Storm and the Titans. The Storm are still sweating on the fitness of Kenny Bromwich, who is in doubt due to a hamstring injury. And Tom Eisenhuth has been named, but he still has to progress through the HIA protocols. He did fail the HIA last week, and he will need to receive doctor's clearance to play. If one of them is ruled out, Chris Lewis will start, with Trent Loyero coming onto the bench. If both are ruled out, Loyero will also start, and Jordan Grant would come onto the bench to make his NRL debut. Brandon Smith left the field early in the game last week due to HIA. He has passed the door and returned to the field. He's trained this week and is also confirmed to start. Riley Jacks has also... Recovered from his concussion uh, where he copped a heavy knock last week. He didn't actually miss the last two weeks and could come into the team to replace Cooper Johns on the left edge. Dean Eremia trained on the left wing outside Justin Olam during the week and he's expected to line up there. 
Uh, he may not mark up against Anthony Don. It might be Greg Mazu, who's been flagged for quite some time, but at this stage, that's still unclear. The Titans could also have one minor change with Tyron Peachy starting at lock. This will see Sam McIntyre dropping back to the bench. Jamin Jolliffe and Patrick Herbert both pass game day HIAs on the weekend and are expected to play. Sam Stone comes in at the second row to take up Dave Fetus role on the left edge. And Jaden Campbell, the son of Preston Campbell, makes his NRL debut. We'll start at fullback, but he also may rotate with Philip Sammy during the game. Joseph Vuna also plays his first NRL game since 2018 after he returned from a Mormon mission. And he also recovered from a hamstring injury in the preseason, which has set him back, but he's been performing well in Q-Cup and has obviously earned a call-up to the NRL. In the last game for this week, the Knights and the Eels, the Knights' new signing, Jake Clifford, has been named on an extended bench, but he's expected to come into the side, Sutton Harves. Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Tex Hoy are both in some doubt due to HIA protocols. They'll both need to take part in the captain's run in order to prove their fitness. Kurt Mann was a late withdrawal last week due to a leg injury. Didn't train early this week. Still needs to pass a fitness test in order to play. Brody Jones will start on the left edge despite some talk that Barnett could move to that edge. Suaso Sue trained with the squad during the week and is confirmed to play after copping a heavy hit last week. That saw him t- taken off for a HIA, which he passed, and he returned to the field. Jack Johns comes onto the bench to make his club debut. Jira Momosia could also come onto the bench to make his NRA debut if Lockie Fitz is ruled out due to concussion. The Eels now, they've named Reed Marnie, despite him being ra- named in the Queensland Origin squad. He does need to be released from Queensland Origin camp, despite all that was discussed previously. Hayes Dunster comes onto the right wing to replace the drop to Blake Ferguson, and Tom Opachik will stay at the right centre. Wonga Blake might also drop out, however, which will hand an NRL debut to Will Penasini. Will Smith trained with the squad this week after he recovered from a thumb injury, and he'll also play. Oregon Confuci has been named to play despite passing his game day HIA. However, he is in some doubt after not training this week. And Captain's run will be the key as to whether he plays or not. And that's your Wacko's Whispers for round 13. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. All right, question time. And thank you, as always, for submitting these questions. Look, starting off with... This question from Peter McDermott at Seagull Pete. I have a solid 13 players and 18 trades left. I could just hold this week or would Teddy to best and Milne to Brandon Smith to give me 18 be a good play? Ranked around 3,000. Look, and this kind of applies to all of the the buy planning and numbers questions and things like that. It's all a matter of what is your final team look like? What does round 17 look like for you? And there's, is there a potential here that you're just burning too many trades and you're going to leave yourself with a team that is, a, is subpar, basically? The question I have for you is, you know, is best a keeper for you? If he is, then that's not a bad move. I, I do have concerns about whether Teddy backs up. Now, Milne, I understand that's probably Caleb Milne from the Sharks. He's enough. And going Milne to Brandon Smith to give you 815, that, that's fine. But is Brandon Smith a keeper? Because if not, you've burned his trade on enough to get an extra number for 13 and then are you having to trade him out again later? That to me, it doesn't make as much sense. So maybe you could just do Teddy to best and leave that and you can make plans accordingly for the following week. But yeah, I guess that's kind of the way I'd look at it. But I understand obviously wanting to grab as many numbers as you can this week. Best is a potential season long keeper. So for that reason, I don't mind that at all. Next question comes from 
Jacob at Mr. Jacob Shepard. He's got Turbo and Pappenhausen, wants to bring in Gut though. Who is the better option to trade out? Sitting around 9,000 overall. So gut feeling is to keep Paps with the hope that he is a bit of a pod. Look, this is the, you know, the $800,000 question, right? Whether or not Paps plays next week is such a big determining factor here. There's a chance that if you hold Turbo and Paps, neither of them play. There's a chance that if you trade Paps out, Turbo might play and you'll have Guffalo as well. However, there's also a chance that if you trade Turbo to Gutho, holding Paps, hoping Pap and Housen plays around 14, and if he doesn't, like I said in the past, and NRL Physio has repeated this multiple times, concussion is so unpredictable. We just don't know how he's going to pull up. Obviously, the Storm are taking every single precaution with it. So yeah, there's a chance he does. Pappenhausen misses round 14 as well. And as unlikely as it seems, Turbo may back up. But if you had to ask me who's more likely to play round 14, right now, I my gut says Pappenhausen. So, and, and it seems like your gut feelings to keep Paps, I would back that. But yeah, honestly, it's a crapshoot. Who knows? This is so hard to predict at this stage. Uh, next question comes in from uh, Jacob Fisher at jfishdog101. Is Gus to Isaiah Papali'i and Teddy Tagatho sideways playing overall? So this is, I guess this is part of the issue. Like Angus obviously will come back round 14 and plays and he's going to be good because he's not going to be origin affected for round 14, 15. He may come back from round 16. I assume he's going to be st- straight back into round uh, origin 2 and play origin 3. So that might impact him. But I mean, an 80-minute gust for round 14, 14, 15, I'm fine with that. I, I don't want to miss out on that. I get wanting to get Isaiah Papali and he's going to be great. But if you asked me, I mean, I would much rather, I think looking at your team, I'd trade find a way to trade Tino to him instead and try to hang on to Angus. And I appreciate that may mean you don't have enough money to be able to go Teddy Gutho as well. So look, it, it's, unfortunately, you're going to have to <laughs> make some sacrifices there. I'm not sure if you've got options to to make it work outside of that. Like, does Turbo to Gutho hold Teddy and Tino to Isaiah Papali work for you? I don't know. Have have a go. But, yeah, I would definitely much prefer to keep Angus around if possible. Next question is from Robert Williams at Robert underscore Haletti. Gents ranked 6,700th, aiming for top 1,000, 19 trades left. Considering Turbo to Ravalawa, giving me 17 this week, maybe pick up Tom or Pappenhausen later whilst enjoying Rava's good matchups and low break-even. Is that crazy? And uh, I guess follow-up here. Presuming Turbo gets rested next week and high break-even too, but scared of Manly's excellent draw. That said, Dragon's draw looks nice too. Could ride Rava up for a few rounds and then trade to a keeper in round 15-16. Look, I get the rationale. I don't mind trading out Turbo. Like I've said in the past, I think it's probably more viable than trading out Cleary. I totally get, though, uh, the risk of obviously not having Tommy for round 15, 16. Look, if it's with, with 19 trades, it's probably not the worst if you trade out Tommy. The question mark is, I mean, if, you're, if your gut saying Ravalawa is the guy to go for, then fine, go for it. Back your gut. And as long as you've got a plan and you don't spend the money that you get elsewhere, you're not burning it, to trade, you know, elsewhere and you, as long as you've got the cash basically to turn whoever back straight into a Turbo or Pappenhausen or something like that at the next opportunity. Like if Paps plays next week, do you have a plan to get Paps straight back in? Uh, that I mean, whether, whether that's just trading out Heinz straight to him, that that's, that's an option, but just make sure you got a plan basically, whether it's someone back to Paps or someone to Turbo in round 15, 
that's how I would approach it. But I don't have an issue with it. With 19 trades, you've saved a couple there, which is good. Next question comes in from G at Gisikis. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. So he's got Luai to Burton. Jerome just hasn't worked out as a monster replacement on three levels. No points, drop cash, and no round 13. I'm also joining the super coaches, dropping Turbo for Gutho for round 13 coverage, cash, and the idea that he won't play two days after Origin. I'll have 12 for the round. He's also top 1,000. He sees rounds 13 and 17 as opportunity for those below to catch up. Therefore, if you are near the top, uh, you don't need to rip your team apart. Just keep it steady for post-17 run home. Your thoughts on taking the pain for round 13, 17? Yeah, look, this really comes down to what your goal is. If you're top 1,000 your your only aim is to finish top 1,000, then I don't have an issue with, with how you're viewing it. Let the other people rip apart their teams for the buys and you're just going to focus on churning out premium points uh, in the other rounds. So look, that that is perfectly fine with that. I guess if you're in a position where you're top 1,000 and if you want to you know, swing for the fences and try win and try to finish top 10 and get some cash out of this, then you, this is where you probably want to roll the dice and you know go a bit crazy and, and things like that. So it, it just comes down to what your end goal for the season is. And if that's a top 1,000, hopefully some more KFC merch and a nice KFC keyring, then no issues with that. Play it safe. Plan for the run home. Now, trading out Luai, I don't have an issue with that. I've um, you know been pretty annoyed. I've, I've probably mentioned that in the other episode as well. I'm probably trading him out too. Uh, if Burton and, and you're trading Burton with the intention of having him to cover Cleary if he's not in play and all that type of stuff, don't have an issue with it, honestly. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that answers your question. If not, just hit me up. And next question comes in from John Lett at John Lett 17 Hi, guys. Feeling set for round 13. Thinking to save trades this week with lots of trade-outs next two weeks and can only trade two at a time. Am I crazy in picking up a Cody Walker slash Tohu now to free up two trades for next week? Who to trade in, Luai or Schuster? Sorry, who to trade out, I guess. Uh, I think I'll work backwards. I would trade out Luai over Schuster. I think Schuster could be really valuable for round 17. And Luai, I mean, especially now he's playing Origin, I can imagine his performances don't spike up anytime soon. Now, whether you pick up a round 17 cover guy. So Cody Walker is, I think I would hold off because especially if like you're trading him out and you don't get any benefit from him. If for whatever reason, you know, we, we see an injury take place in origin, right? So Luai gets hurt and Jack Whiten gets hurt. Cody's next man up, I would assume. And that means, you know, any benefit you picked up hoping to have Cody Walker for round 17, that's just gone. And you don't even get, you know, much benefit outside of that. Uh, the alternative here is you focus on Tohu. I mean, Tohu has Storm next week. Like, I get what you're thinking. You're trying to plan ahead and I don't have an issue with that. My ultimate concern generally with this is that, and it's such a small risk, right? But we've seen these players copying more and more training injuries, right? So even though they've got two weeks off and they're resting their bodies, but, you know, we see people getting hurt at training. How many players, like Lolo broke his hand twice at training. There might be more behind that, but you know what I mean? Like it can still happen. So as long as you understand that is the very small risk you do run, uh, tr- trading in these guys early, you may not even get one game out of them. Uh, that's, yeah. I don't mind the tactic of planning ahead for round 17, especially bringing in guys who could be season-long keepers like a Cody Walker or a Tohu. So, yeah, hopefully that answers it. Uh, at the end of the day, like, whether you got more numbers for round 13 or more for round 17, that's not an issue for me, as long as you're balancing it. If you go hard at round 13, it means you take a hit for round 17. It 
you know, it's a wash ultimately. And it's just about whether you take hit in both rounds or I guess this is what I was trying to hint at. It's such a balancing act, right? And we're balancing all these things that we haven't quite dealt with for a while. And we're also looking at origin. It's a, it's a whole new beast basically. So yeah, I guess that's where I'm at at the moment for all of that. And our last question comes in from SC Cracker, our uh, Swish winner for this round. Hey man, I've got 11 playing this week. Plan to have more, but can't predict origin selections. They don't plan on finishing with Marnie and Gutho. Are they worth trading in or better to save two trades? I would be trading out Turbo slash Teddy and Schuster. I I mean, it comes down to your trade numbers. I don't know what they are at the moment, but I think if you're not planning to keep either of these guys, it might be worth hanging on to the trades. Like I guess a lot of people are probably doing short-term trades for Gutho and then ultimately finishing off with some combination, I suspect, of Pappenhausen, Turbo... Ponga, maybe Teddy, just one one of those four. No one's finishing with Gutho is my get, gut feel. So I don't mind burning the trades on Gutho because I think he could go well now and for the coming weeks and he'll be good cover because he won't miss games basically because he's not playing Origin. But yeah, I, I with Marnie, I think I made it clear in my thoughts there, I, I probably would give him the skip. And yeah, I'd rather hold a Connor Watson instead and have the trade to use elsewhere, like at fullback, basically. And yeah, I, I'm a fan of holding Schuster at the moment. As much as he was a good trade out before, I'm happy to hold him for a little bit more, see what happens there injury-wise or whether he gets to play 5-8 because he was pretty good, basically. And yeah, hopefully that helps. So I guess to finish up, i um, not going to ramble too long. I think the big thing about this week is just making sure you're not going too hard and pr- ripping your team up basically for the sake of round 13. Remember it's round 13 plus round 17. So even if you're short this week, if you bank a trade or two and plan to use it to cover for a round 17, that's not a problem. The only thing I will say is that for the most part, I am more comfortable with a lot of the round 13 trade-ins to cover this week, but also to keep them in my team for the rest of the year. So Bradman Best is one of them. Uh, you know, even the Reed Marnie or a, uh, Jaden Braley, like these guys are fine to sit in your team for the rest of the season. But like I said, if you don't get them and you just go with like a Connor Watson instead and hold them, that's perfectly fine too. So uh, if you're 50-50 on like an option like a Brandon Smith or someone like that where you're not sure, you really want to have them for the season, I kind of th- feel like the way things are going, maybe just hold the trade and if you need to, keep the trade to trade to, to swap for injured keepers later or just use it to get someone else for round 17 and then someone you can hold for then, if that makes sense, especially if you haven't really saved many trades. But look, I think that's probably a good place to end. Uh, good luck for this round and I will catch you again next week. It could be-